You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay, and in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial, and when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. Your hair's looking good. Thank you. I just I was just trying to make a hair appointment because it's time to get a haircut. Yeah, I need one bad too. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me today, Justin Davis, Scoop. Brian Altano, Greg Miller. Hi. We've got a great show for you this week. We're going to be talking about GTA San Andreas. We're going to be talking about Toys R Us, but first. What year is it? (laughs) (laughs) Talking about Blockbuster Video? (laughs) We gotta talk about Nintendo and that Smash Brothers presentation. I cannot believe how much content is coming to Super Smash Brothers for Wii U. Uh, Bring us up to speed. Brian and I were doing Let's Plays when this happened, so I don't even know all of it. So they did you take notes? Do we have it? There's so much. Yeah, I I mean, I've got the most important parts. Give me the Damon highlights. Yeah, Uh, they announced 50 things. 50 features of the, of the game, and then they actually even went over. They did like 52. <gasps> bonus features. They did, we did get bonus yeah. features. Actually, computer, let's just let's just. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, B-roll. That's a, it's, the computer's broken. It's making a weird noise. Uh, the most important thing is that now eight players. I think that's probably the biggest eight takeaway. Eight players that's a lot smash. of people. Okay. Oh, I love the stage! stages! This is the best! I know! This, I'm so excited because I was so excited when I watched it, and now Altano gets to Something's see it for the first different. time. So here's my favorite thing about that stage: you can get dudes down in the bottom part yeah. and just smash them against the ceiling. Look at how look at how they announced it. They're like, you have five players. Yeah, yeah. and then we thought that was a big deal. It was like, oh, they added an extra player. And then the, and then I told you it was the announcer doing the whole presentation. Yeah. He's like, but wait, what's this? <laughs> Six players smash. That's funny. Oh, the, this looks so good. 
the whole presentation, I'm super excited for Smash Wii U, but if you didn't if you have, you know, an hour, however long it was, watch the presentation like on Nintendo. 35 minutes, yeah. Watch it on Nintendo's YouTube channel, because it's actually really funny and clever, like how they presented all the information. This is crazy. Yeah. This is utterly insane. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, so you might think <laughs> the stages are gonna get really crowded, right? Yeah. Well, Nintendo thought of that. They, they built it's, it's its own mode. You can only play on certain stages. Yeah. Oh. And they've made bigger stages. Is that a stage based on the original Donkey Kong I saw in the corner there? Yeah, okay. no, it's awesome. It's got the girders and everything. Oh my god, that's so cool. I saw a Galaxy yeah. stage back there. There's a new Sonic stage. So four bigger stages. And they also announced, uh, we're not going to see it in this B-roll, but there's certain stages that are like all enclosed. They're in a cave and stuff. Yeah. And when you're in over 100%, if you get knocked into certain things like spikes, then it's a smash. Oh. And so that's how they get around people having to be smashed off the stage. It's yep. like if you get to 100 and you get knocked into lava, then that's one stock gone. Gotcha. Which I thought was like really clever, right? Because that's always been, like on huge stages like that, that's kind of a problem. See, this is how you get me to buy the same game twice. Yeah. That's the trick. Oh, you were going to buy Smash There's, no matter what. Oh, I was going to do it anyway. <laughs> but I was worried because honestly, I, I to me, a lot, of Sma- a lot of things about Smash for me is unlocking stuff. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah, getting yeah. new trophies. It's unlocking new characters. Yeah, I guess getting we are going to get to see it. Here's uh, the danger. Uh, stages though. and stuff like that. Well, Justin was saying he doesn't want to unlock everything again. Yeah, I, I don't know. I get accused of being the negative guy, <laughs> and so I want to be super crystal clear that I am incredibly hyped for Smash Wii U. The hype is real. The hype yeah. is real. I'm actually much, much, I didn't think I was going to buy it, and I watched this presentation, and it completely turned me yep. around. The one thing that does disappoint me is, like, I spent hours setting really decent home run records with everybody. I beat 100-man smash with, like, half How many characters. trophies do you have? 470. Yeah. So yeah, I think I have like 350. And so the trophies I don't mind because they're different trophies. But anyway, the, are they? Yeah. There's a the, whole, there's hundreds of different trophies. In I don't game? know if every single one is different, but the 3DS version has trophies mostly from portable <laughs> games, and the Wii U version has trophies mm. mostly from. Console oh, games. the Donkey Kong stage has multiple planes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so that's another so new feature. Cool. There's a background and foreground now. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. So that's that is my one single disappointment. Let's get it out of the way now. <laughs> is you do have to Ooh. unlock everything again. None of your. Are you sure? Uh, I'm not 100% sure, but they didn't talk about it. Yeah. Like, the chat, like you have to unlock the characters again, and you have to get the trophies again, and you have to, See, get to complete the challenges again, and and your records don't carry over. Here's where I'm not sure about that, though, because on the 3DS one, there's a there's a, a Wii U logo in the corner. That's to play. That's to use your 3DS uh, as a controller. That's it. I mean, that's all they talked about. They talked about that in yeah. this presentation. I guess that's how you can get eight players going now. Yeah, you don't I, have eight Wii U That's exactly the intention. Or eight Pro yeah. controllers. Or GameCube controllers. Or Wii yeah. Classic controllers. Wow, or yeah. Or 3DSs. Is <laughs> yeah. it, this is like the fighting game with the most controllers. Are I think there's eight it. controllers. You can use a Wii Remote and a Nunchuck. <laughs> I was, if I was a mother and I came into a room and there was eight kids playing eight different controllers, <laughs> I'd be like, I don't even understand that? games anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what are you uh, doing to me? <laughs> Maybe another big feature. Oh, that might be all the B-roll we have. Computer. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, and then you now there's a stage builder. Yeah, that's also really cool, right? And it's actually really so. Uh, mm-hmm. People harp on Nintendo for the gamepad, and they keep saying, "Ah, oh, like really good uses of it are coming." And this is totally a good use of it. Like, yeah. it would be a huge pain to like try to draw or yeah. use a controller to try to draw a stage. But now it's just like, no, I'll just do a little zip zap here. So what are you doing? Are you you're, are you drawing things, or you're just dragging things from a toolbox and dropping? No, them you're drawing like, like the terrain. Yeah, you like, like pick train types. Like you okay. So like you grass. pick like a texture, yeah. So it's like grass, and you just go, and then that'll be like the okay. ground. Okay. Okay. And then you can also make like they show an example in the presentation where they made like a giant cave system, and people were fighting inside. Wow, that's cool. Uh, yeah, so like that and Mario Maker, like both like 
Yeah. They're doing really cool stuff with uh, user-generated content. The Sage Builder, they said a lot of features were not going to be available at launch, but they were committed to them coming out eventually. Like, you'll be able to share and, like, rate stages online and, like, some social features like that. Nintendo might even, like, elevate some and make them, like, Sure. You know. Did you watch the whole presentation? I did. So, Ryan, you'll love this. There's some sort of, like, retro... There are retro games in there, inside Smash Bros. Did you understand this? Like, if you uh, get certain trophies... Like for Wrecking Crew, then you can play a time trial version of Wrecking Crew. Like the uh, Wrecking, Wrecking so Crew, the, tro- the trophies have like little playable games attached. Yeah, yeah. But it, it, I can't tell. Like the specific nature of how it's implemented will determine whether it's cool or not because it's timed and it's a little snippet, and then it's like, hey, if you want the full game, it's on the eShop, and yeah. so it's kind of just like advertisements for the eShop's game. Sure, but Nintendo That's needs fine. to like sell more games and make more money. So I'm sure they're thinking about how they can sell more eShop games. Well, and they're also, they're built-in demos. So yeah. it's like, I've played all these games, I grew up with them, but if you're like a kid and you're like, I don't know, Ridley, like, I don't know, and then it's like, oh, then you get to play a few minutes yeah. of Super Metroid. Because it's kind of stuff ex- from NES and Super Nintendo. Yeah, and it's like it's experience where it came from, and like, they, same with Kirby's Dream Land, which is actually not a game that I played. So it's like, mm. maybe I'll get to play a few minutes of Kirby's yeah, Dream Land. Game Boy games like, are on the chair. So they're they're pretty much ads for the for the games on the like e-show. demo versions of well, ads. Yeah, I don't know whether it's cooler than that or not. Like I don't know if there's any like challenges attached to them. See, I think for someone like me, that's not the most fascinating thing in the world. But I am happy that it exists because I'm all about getting younger players yep. involved in the games that I grew up playing, so they sort of have an understanding of why these things are in Smash Brothers. Yep. Yeah. I think a lot of people pick up a Wii U and they're they get Smash Brothers, or maybe they got Amiibos. And they just like the toys, and all yeah. of a sudden it starts coming together, and they're like, what's the history behind this? And they end up playing Super Mario World. Like, there's nothing bad about that. No. All of that sounds pretty cool. Well, like we were saying uh, earlier before we started recording, or we might have been talking about this last week, but uh, my main is Captain Falcon. Yeah. And, like, he hasn't had a game in over a decade. And even when he did have a game, like, yeah. he's not really, like, the face of, like, F-Zero. Yeah. Well, and so, like, kids aren't even really going to know. Like, the more time that passes. And like, and, uh, and uh, Sakurai actually said, which is a weird quote, but he yeah. said they took the Ice Climbers out of the game because uh, he tried to focus on characters that really only had, like, a future. Yeah. Which means Rob <laughs> has a future. <laughs> Rob's <laughs> never going anywhere. Yeah, Rob, we'll never get Rob in anything. I, I hope they give Rob his own game again, like a weird, quirky Like platformer. Rob's adventure. Well, he's never, yeah. like, been in a game. But he could. Well, I mean, yeah, I would love that. Yeah, love he's that. been outside again. Yeah. <laughs> I also think Sakurai, he obviously has a soft spot for his own games. Yeah. Like, he keeps putting more and more obscure characters from, like, like, like Meta Knight. Like, I, yeah. I like Meta Knight as much as the next guy, but, like, he just stands out compared to, like, Donkey Kong, right? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. the iconic Nintendo characters. Yep. That's if you buy both versions, you get a soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And then from what? Club Nintendo, you get a two-CD soundtrack. Yeah, and one CD of music from the 3S version, one from the Wii U version. And then you also get Mewtwo. Uh, coming next year, spring 2015. Oh, that's not till then, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so they're throwing in an, an extra character. Yeah. One bonus character that's free. That you'll get it on both platforms. Interesting. Yeah, if you bought both. Um, the more and more these days, Smash Brothers is a Nintendo museum. Yeah. And it's always mm-hmm. kind of been that way. That's how the trophies were, but, you know, and all these characters, and that's why they, like, the soundtrack is just insane. I think they said it has three or four times the music that's in the 3DS version. Wow. So that's you guys really have both cool. spent a lot of time with the 3DS version. Yeah. yeah Mostly in single player? For me, uh, yes. Yeah. yeah, so I I got my copy when I was in Japan, and I was right, on. Yeah. I was there with six other people from IGN who were all crazy Smash Brothers players. Yeah. So we were just like, anytime we went anywhere and something like they were like, oh, it's gonna take a half an hour for the restaurant. Right. Or, yeah. Oh, we went to Tokyo Disney. Oh, the line is forty five minutes. Oh, great, bring it on. And we just <laughs> played more and more Smash. We got yeah. on a, t- a ten hour flight, played Smash the whole time. Uh, yeah, like I I I find myself. Uh, 
when I'm here, I'll, I'll do quick pickup games with people, and then I'm when, I, I'm, when I'm at home, I don't really play online much. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about that. To me, it's I'd rather play with somebody in the room so I can hear them scream and yell. Yeah, that's the part. That's what Smash yeah. is all yeah. about. It's just that I've never played much Smash Brothers, but I love the idea of it, yeah. and uh, I never thought of it as a single-player game. It's absolutely. I've played, I think my timer is at 30 hours now, and I've only played <laughs> one match with friends. Yeah. I've done crazy. that oh, wow. all single-player. Like, oh, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I love the game, but I play it pretty casually. Like. Yeah. I bounce all around, so it's like I'll do you know hundred man smash. I'll yeah. figure out okay, I'm gonna focus on Kirby tonight, and I'll complete his hundred man smash, and then I'll do like a trophy rush where it's like this little mini game where you can unlock and earn the trophies, and then I'll do like you know then I'll bounce around and do one other thing like let's do classic mode with one fighter. Yeah, and, I find myself doing and then the I close same thing. thing, and I'm done for the night. And it's like, it's actually really smart because there's a, a system in the game uh, where there's this huge grid of challenges. Right, and if you're into it, uh, it ends. It ends up making you do a bunch of things that you would never. You look like exactly. you're about to smirk. Are you good? Okay, <laughs> I'm just listening. You're like, uh, if, if you're okay. into it, you end up doing okay. a bunch of things that you probably wouldn't normally do, which is like they're like beat the game with every character, or like yep. collect a, you know, collect this many trophies, or hit this many. Uh, home, like distance yeah. this many home runs or whatever. They or, start out easy and they get harder. So it'll be like create a custom me fighter. So in the beginning, the challenges are just sort of like a tour of like the game's features. They're like you know play five matches with Samus, but then by the end, the final page of challenges are just ridiculous. Yeah, it's like beat classic on the hardest difficulty. Beat the single player mode with every single fighter, which I did last night. Um, and so I've slowly been working my way through the challenges, and that's why I'm sort of disappointed that I'm going to have to go through them again because it can get a little grindy. But yeah. if you just, like like I said, I just try to chip away at it a little bit each night. Yeah. And someday, in 2017, I'll be on GameScoop. <laughs> All of the grid will be unlocked. Exactly. Yep. It's going to be so great. Well, maybe I, don't know. I feel like maybe I have to check it out this time. I'm... Stunned by how much content is in the game. You should. Everything about the game is super, super smart. I do mm. think you should check it out. Like in the single player, uh, you can set the difficulty however you want, and it's like there's like a hundred difficulty levels, like from one to one point one, one point two, and it's yep. like this thing that you just notch upward. But you have to. What's smart about it is you have to spend money at higher difficulties. So it's like a wager. Like okay, I wager five hundred gold that I can beat this on difficulty six. But then there's more rewards if yeah. you pull it off. Sure. So like. It's super friendly in that sense. Like, if you're new to Smash or not great at Smash, like, set it to difficulty two and have a ball. Like, or if you're an expert, like, it becomes a super different game. And, like, every single mode's like that. They all have that, like, super thoughtfulness put into them, like, that level of polish and quality. Smash rules. In other Nintendo news this week, a job listing suggests they may already be working on next gen hardware development. And it looks like it would be for uh, another handheld. Yeah, that's the surprising part. We've that talked is. about it for a long time. What you know? What do they do about Wii U? Yeah, do they would make another console. Blah, 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 and then now we're talking about another handheld with yeah. the new 3DS already coming yeah, out. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it doesn't well, I mean, seem the like, 3DS is I mean, older, so they have to be. You sure. know, like that well, cycle just. Yeah, I guess that's true. I guess if they're hiring now, maybe they were thinking two years from now. They would release the new. Yeah, I mean, I feel like it was it was an interesting story. A lot of people flipped out about it, but it, like Nintendo is. Always making mm. a new, a new, a new something. Always, and I, I mean, I feel like the PlayStation Five is in development everybody's, right yeah, now. Yeah, everybody's like, got something. The Xbox One, two, two is in development the Xbox right now. One, two. Like, there's new PCs coming <laughs> out. The one, two punch. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it, it just feels like there's, o- there's always something. Uh, Do you really think that's that true? Do you think on? they're working on the next Xbox right now? Yeah, hundred yes. percent. Yeah, it's just crazy, right? It's like. 
seven or eight years from now it'll be done? Like, well, I mean, I don't think it's like a, a thousand people in yeah, a room, know, but I'm I sure know, there's like this there's like 20 thing. guys where they're just, just like your your job is to think about what we do after this. Like, it's so it's crazy not just to be like, one of those few people that this is your job to yeah. plan what's gonna what hardware is gonna be released almost a decade from yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. We uh, when did what's the Sony the guy that's in charge of the PS4 hardware? Uh, Sean Lee, Cerny. Yeah, Cerny. Mm-hmm. Um, he was hired by Sony in 2000 and... Ooh, I'm totally going to get the year wrong, but it was like years before anybody even thought that they were thinking yeah. about the PS4. Yeah. And that was yeah. his job, was to like have the vision and like shepherd that process. So, you know, just because they're hiring someone today, like, yeah, I'm glad that we covered the news and it's interesting to talk about, but I don't anticipate it to mean anything until yeah, like, I mean, 17. Granted, I think with, with Nintendo, it's a little different. Uh, with the other consoles, I feel like they... They're, they adapt and grow a lot, a lot differently than the consoles like we played growing up. Like when you got an NES, that was your NES until it broke, and then they made a. T- uh, yeah, but a t- they never broke. Yeah, they never well. Um, and then they made like the the top loading one, you know. And then there was a Super NES, and that was it until the N sixty four. But nowadays, there's the PS four, and then there's a new like if you yeah, look at what the, the Xbox three hundred and sixty yeah. looked like at launch. Yeah, as compared to ver- like today. with the blades and stuff like yeah. that versus like the one that, that was there oh, at the end. It's insane to look at the Xbox 360's launch dashboard. Yeah. Like yeah. I and I used it. I used it every day for years yeah. and I barely recognize it. Yeah. So I think that like there a lot no of ads a lot of that a lot I think a lot of development now is put into the growth of these things and adapting watching them adapt throughout time. But yeah, I feel like Nintendo is sort of always tinkering at something. And they're uh, Different than the other guys because they do put out a new hardware revision like every two years or so. Yeah. Like they're going after that. You know, well, that, they do now. That's become sort of their thing. Yeah. yeah. At least in the handheld side. Yeah. They're going after that. You know, on 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 the iPhone, you can pretty much say, "Well, they added five new things this year," and people are like, "Cool." Well, yeah. Yeah. I guess they've always all Nintendo handhelds have been like that. Like the Game Boy was the Game Boy Color, the Game Boy Pocket, and then the Game Boy Color, and obviously the DS, the original DS, was not a good looking system. But then yeah. the DS Lite was incredible. Um, so yeah. The original DS is really bad. Yeah. Yeah. The giant clamshell. The interesting thing about the job listing is that it's in America. Yeah. It's not in Japan. And so that's the part that really throws like, me in yeah. a loop. Like, I don't understand yeah. that. You would assume most of their hardware development happens in Japan. Yeah. I that That's the portion of this that makes me sort of like, hmm. Like I feel like we're missing a piece of the puzzle. We had a uh, we had Perrin Kaplan in the office recently who did uh, old PR. Yeah, old PR for, for Nintendo, and she talked a lot about how uh, the, she worked there when like the the DS and the Wii came in, and it was basically like they'd get a phone call and they'd go to Kyoto and they'd they'd be like, "Here's this new thing," and they'd go hands on with it for the first time, and they'd have to like sort of bring that message back to America. And she she's she talked about over the, the last few years, those walls have kind of been. Chipping away, chipping away, and it's it's it was less like it was in the '80s and '90s, where Japan would be like, "We have a thing, and that's what we're doing," and America would be like, "Uh, okay, so I guess we're doing this new thing where you move your hand in front of the TV." So I, I think that like it's 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 getting closer now, and it's it's kind of cool to see that. But it's the still, Wii, the hot new toy where yeah. you move your hand in, <laughs> in front, front of the, the thing. TV. <laughs> Nintendo of America definitely doesn't call the shots, though, right? Yeah. Like Nintendo yeah. of Japan gets to choose what direction this company is going in, and then yeah. Nintendo of America has to just be like, all right. Reggie just says my body's ready, and they go. <laughs> like, weren't you saying, like, a lot of the decisions that seem a little bit strange in America uh, make more sense, like you went to Japan, and what were you saying about the... 3DS. Well, first of all, they're everywhere. Yeah, they're everywhere. So even Street Pass makes more sense because. Oh yeah, Street the, Pass is amazing in Japan. Um, but weren't you? Uh, couldn't you like mm. pay for things with the 3DS? Well, I mean, or? so there's there was like a there's there's a, a, the Suica cards, which is basically your Metro card in Japan, yeah. and you can use them to buy things from the vending machine, or yeah. you can touch it to your Wii U right, and buy games. 
Like that's a new thing oh, they just really they just started implementing that. That's like awesome. over like the where the amiibo sensor is, you just oh. slap your cre- your credit card yeah. down. So we have that. I don't know if it's RFID or like what the actual tech is, but like we have this thing that in America you're like, oh, what's the point of this? But yeah. then like once you're in Japan, you're like, oh, like there's this whole other portion of the world yeah. using this technology. And I, th- I, think. I think like the whole clamshell design of handhelds there makes more sense because there's a lot of people just like jumping on a train, closing it up, throwing in a thing, and just getting on their way. Whereas on the on the Vita, it's like you need like a, a case or a man purse right, right. for it. Like you always have to worry about that screen on the front. So um, it's also like a bigger system. It's just nicer. Everything's more compact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm excited for their new hardware. I'm always excited for the new hardware. Yep. I think that like people will forever be angry that their systems aren't as powerful as the rest. I think there was even like a, a line in this in this news story about uh, the, low some, power. The it's person, for yeah, they're they want to have low power design experience would be a plus. Yeah. So that's interesting. They have experience working on low power devices. I think they're they're not they're just not interested in that in that arms race. Like a flashlight. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say like those old uh, video game watches. Oh yeah, yeah. They had arcade game watches. (laughs) Yeah, I don't I don't think they're interested in that in that graphics arm race like everybody else is. I think like they are a toy company. Like they want to make they want to make games first. Hardware is basically just a vehicle they use to make their games, and um, we'll see if that pays off. Moving on, the developer who threatened Gabe Newell's life resigned from his company this week. Do you guys hear about this story? Yeah, yeah. and I, if they have, if you haven't heard about, it, I don't. I, I, he technically and literally threatened his life, I guess, <laughs> but clearly he didn't threaten his life. Like I'm going to oh, really I'm kill Gabe Newell. Well, I mean, okay, he said I'm I, going to kill Gabe. I Newell. think sure. he did say he did like, not. He, his his quote was, "I am going to kill Gabe Newell. He is going to die." Yeah. Uh, in a tweet. Yeah, in, in, a a tweet. Twi- in, a, in a Twitter rant. So what happened was his game came out of early access, yeah. and that's a big deal. Like, your game's now out and yeah. available. It's uh, not early para- access. Paranautical Activity. Good name. Yeah. Is the name of the game. And actually, I have... Uh, <laughs> on Steam. I have gameplay footage. And oh, then, but the issue was, for a few hours after it was not in early access, it still had the early access, like, flag yeah. on it, yeah. on Steam. And he thought this was costing them so many sales. Like, you only get... You only get to launch once, yeah, and it's yeah. imperative that you know you launch strong. And he was very, very concerned about that early access tag. Um, I, I think that's probably a little bit of baloney. Um, yeah, but I mean, you understand too. What? I can understand his. He's saying it's a little bit of baloney that the tag would have kept people away. Yeah. Or I guess, but like, you, I get it. Like, you know, what I mean, hey, this is our giant moment. We're doing it. We've launched it. And yeah. there's one thing that's outside of my control. There's nothing I yeah. can do other than vent about it. Like, because yeah. he, yeah. he did write in emails, he's, he's trying to tell Steam, he's trying to alert them. I and mean, you can see his Twitter. He had like a meltdown. Yeah, right. But and like, then it culminated in yeah. death. Yeah. Threat. Yeah. Don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not justifying it. Don't be stupid on social media. Don't so, be, don't threaten people's lives. So he apparently has. Sense. He apparently has a history of right flying off the handle. Yeah, of that. And then so he ended up. You know, they pulled Valve pulled their game. Right. Yeah, Valve's response so, was like, oh, yeah. well, fuck you, and took so, the game down. <laughs> and so that's so now why, their game's like not being sold in the number one store on PC. Good so that, work. Yeah. Well, that's why the guy resigned. Yeah. It's like, look, I'm resigning. Please put the game back yeah. up. Yeah, because there are other people working there. Yeah, yeah, which yeah. sucks, yeah. right? Yeah. The, it's like, like everybody else works on this game, They all this time working on the game. I, c- oh. I couldn't tell how many people work at this developer. There's not a lot of information. Even if it's one other guy who has, <laughs> like, for the last two years been like, honey, I'm sorry I'm going to be late tonight. And they're at the home stretch, and his boss is like, I'm going to murder you. Like I, that, people need to be responsible on social media. I think like I, I don't, 
I don't think people understand that tone doesn't carry yeah. through those channels the way it does when your wife's like, oh, I'm going to kill you, Damon. Like, that doesn't mean anything. <laughs> She's just joking around. You're you married to Fred Flintstone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's like, you know, maybe if I did something that pissed Greg off, he'd be like, oh, I'm, I'm going to kill Damon. Yeah. yeah. But it's, yeah, yeah. Still, it's totally different, like... Right. Typing that into Twitter, like choosing to type yeah. that into yeah. Twitter, yeah, 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 is so yeah. so different. Yeah, there's a little bit more nuance here that you know I don't know how much we want to get into it, but like he has a point that like Steam he considers Steam a monopoly, mm-hmm. and he's like they're not responding to this concern of mine. They don't need to because they just have this entire business on lock. I wish there was more competition. I wish you know places like you know the those are probably and, valid concerns. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm but, saying. Like that's that's what like. He had like a relatively reasonable point in the midst of all the kind of <laughs> insanity. Yeah. Um, not relatively. He had a totally reasonable point. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was a poor presentation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, if he has a history of that sort of behavior, I think somebody, the, anyone who's going to choose to put that out in public, it probably is a little off anyway. Yeah. It's yeah. also probably needs to be medicated. Yep. I just think the conventional wisdom. I don't think that the launch is. Like, I saw some indie developers responding, being like, we sell more every Steam sale than we did at launch. Yeah, like, yeah, because word has so, to spread, right? Yeah. Just make um, a great game. Like, nothing about this makes me want to play your video game. Yeah. Like, it's the it's, opposite, it's, actually. I mean, and I'm looking, I watched the trailer, and I'm like, this looks pretty interesting. It's You made, you know, Sorcerer Call of Duty with Minecraft blocks. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> That's cool. Sorcerer Call of Duty. I'll play it. That sounds fun. But, like, I, I hear something like that, and I'm like, I don't want to give this guy money. And why would I want to give his company money? And why would I want to support his game or anybody so, like that? But now knowing that he's resigned and it's not his company anymore, that doesn't... You still have this sort he's of negative... He's dead to me forever. I know he is, but now the game, you wouldn't consider the game still The game's still tainted by his ghost. Can I tweet that? He's dead to me forever? Can people be like, that's a death threat? Um, yeah, no, I just... I, I feel bad for the people that worked on it with him, but like... It's a crappy situation all around. Yeah, it's a it crappy is. situation. It's unfortunate. Lesson... lesson Learn. Don't, don't tweet death threats, even if you are joking. Yeah. Just don't do that. That's just one of the things you just put in the never do pile. And <laughs> keep it in your drafts. Yeah. <laughs> don't publish your drafts. Don't, don't, don't tweet that. Uh, do you guys know it's the 10th anniversary of Grand Theft Auto San Andreas? Oh, I didn't. Now, does that make you feel good? Oh, <laughs> damn, that's true? Yeah. Uh, also, wow. I looked up for a separate project I learned today that Avatar the movie is five years old. Oh, but and that's surprising. Like, that's surprising to me. Uh, anyway, yeah. GTA, San Andreas. It's a big deal when this game came out. Yeah? Yeah. Amazing game. Not my favorite Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. Vice City is my favorite. This one, and then, so I, I was really excited for this release because I loved 3 and I loved Vice City. This one actually ended up, I, I don't say this about too many games, I think it's too big. Yeah, for me, I like mm-hmm. sort of like lost my way and like yeah. kind of forgot what I was supposed to be doing, and I like get distracted, and I'm like trying to like go into yeah. restaurants and eat so I can gain. Yep. Yeah, that that like, that was like the mechanic that yeah, went too far. Yeah. I thought yeah. all just, the RPG yeah. mechanic. Yeah. I never did that. I never actually, did. You do the low riding, the low rider, <laughs> like you could make the cars yeah. dance yeah. and do yeah. that mini game. Yeah, yeah, riding bikes. It was it was a, it's a really interesting game because it's it's simultaneously like one of the more serious games they've made just in, yeah. s- in terms of setting, but it's also utterly ridiculous. Like it's because there's like this is the jetpack, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's a very goofy game at times. Um, this is the iOS version, the yeah. Really, the iPad version. This is like such an iconic area too. This is like right in the, Grove Street, you know, yeah, right Grove right in his. his you remember his doing this Let's Play with Leah? I think this yeah, I you. did. This is you and Leah's, and Let's she play. had never played GTA before, <laughs> and that was what? that was fascinating. 
sort of explaining that. And then we, then, we, then we played it on a system that didn't have buttons. So <laughs> no if you're watching this going, this is a, a comedy of errors, then yes, that's exactly what it was. But they, she probably apologized every time she <laughs> ran someone over. But they, Sorry. For this release, they enhanced yeah. the visuals, and there's better draw distance and yep. more detail yep. in the cars. So for the 10th anniversary, this version is basically now up on Xbox 360, yeah. minus the touchscreen controls. Uh, it's, in, achievements. it's in 720p. They added the achievements. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. That's really uh, cool. So who puts the only bad thing is that right it's, it's not on Xbox One and it's not on PlayStation platforms. Yeah, yeah, so just Xbox 360. Weird to get a 360 port of a game in 2014. Yeah. 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 yeah they, that, I mean, I'm sure it's time and money, but they should have put it on next gen. Yeah. Because I, I, I think that's cool. If it was on Xbox One, I'd buy it tonight. You know what I mean? Just, just to mess around. Because it'd be an HD bit. and you could play it again. And yeah. There's just lots of fun now things. Now I'm not going to yeah. reconnect the Xbox 360. San Andreas was so big. Yeah, like I played that game for. I feel like I played it for weeks. It's the only one that I haven't. Fi- that I never finished. Yeah, really? yeah, I, I, agree with that. That. I made it to. I just made it to the lost, the third city, Las Vegas, and mm-hmm. I've been playing it for like fifty hours, and I think yeah. I was just done at that point. I had a yeah. good time with it. I, yeah, that was one that I beat, did everything with, and then I had a save out that I always started in the dirt uh, landing strip. And you climb in the plane, and it was one of those where you climb in the plane, and it was Spirit in the Sky was always on as you yeah. took off, and then I would I would just skydive out, and yeah, and just go around, die, around. not turn it off. The next day, turn it back on, do that exact same, the thing, same thing again. <laughs> yeah. Um, remember when there was rumors of like there was a Yeti or like a? I thought they found him. I, I thought that was is true. That true. That ended up being true. I don't, I don't even remember true. if it ended up being true. I thought it, I thought it turned out not to be true. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. thought it wasn't true, yeah. and that's why there's the joke about it in Red oh, Dead. Sure, yeah. Yeah, that it was never. But yeah, that was the whole thing. Like, I remember yeah, seeing like screenshots, this, but I feel this. like it was but it, uh, yeah, but fake. It's like, it's like when EGM had screenshots of Sonic and Tails and Smash. Yeah, yeah. Which eventually became true, but not you know at the time. Yeah. Uh, all right, Toys R Us has put the Breaking Bad action figures on indefinite sabbatical. You guys following this story? Yes. So, Florida mom notices that Breaking Bad toys in Toys R Us yep. yeah. and complains, starts a petition at change.org. Uh, to get I'll the tell you how you really feel about change.org. <laughs> I'll tell you how I feel about online petitions. Yeah, yeah. Even, though they, even though this worked, which That's is like crazy totally like, to me. Um, 8,500 signatures got Toys R Us to pull. That was it? Yeah, only 8,500 got them to pull the toys from stores. Wow. I think they just don't even want to mess. They're I'm just sure. Like, whatever. And I'm sure those aren't like the, the lifeblood of Toys yeah, R Us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how many Breaking Bad action figures are they selling? Yeah. When did the show end? It's over a year ago. Yeah, right? it's been over a year now. So I, I guess I didn't know. I don't know if it's every Toys R Us location, but in reading about the story, I guess they have a whole adult action figure section. Yeah. Like yeah. they have Jason. That's why, yeah. That's what other people were tweeting. They're like, do you know, do, like, does Florida Mom understand the other figures that are in this store? Like yeah. Jason Voorhees, like all yeah, yeah. They sell mature video games. Yeah, that's right. Like imagine, think of the horrible things you can do that's in right. mature video games. They sell the evil within. Yeah. But don't get that bad game. action figures. Well, don't get, get this toy, that. get the game where you can behead somebody. This clearly inspires violence. <laughs> Just looking at Walt here. Yeah, this, know, this grandfather with a gun action figure <laughs> that most kids won't recognize. Well, that, in that, I was having a similar argument on another podcast about like, oh yeah, and the fact that you, you know, break, oh, you, oh, kids could get into Netflix and watch Breaking Bad. I'm like, do you, what a slow burn Breaking Bad is <laughs> yeah. for them to be like, oh man, I can't wait to see, like it's a close-up of a fly for the first two and a half minutes of an episode. Yeah. <laughs> Plus my 10-year-old nephew would be bored to tears exactly. with Breaking oh, Bad. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also something you'd have to sneak in five to ten or twenty minute <laughs> intervals over the course of a hundred episodes. Like that's, that's a long life. Of, yeah. It's easier to just to steal porn. Yeah. And then you're five minutes in and out, yeah. hopefully, if you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You're a pro. <laughs> if, if not, watch Breaking Bad. There's plenty. Uh, yeah, I think this is a funny story. Like, it is funny. To- Toys R Us is, is uh, 
I, when I hear a, a headline start with Toys R Us, I, I think it's going to head into Toys Bankrupt. R Us is going out of business. Close. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. Yeah, KB Toy Store didn't make it. You remember them back in the yeah. 90s and 80s? We had KB Toys. We had, we had a children's palace in Kansas City. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. 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 There, remember you that. had one of those? Yeah. It was awesome. I think it was, really? it was my favorite place. Well, it's like FAA Schwartz where like, there's like the piano you dance on or something and toys you touch? Uh, probably, but like the building was shaped like, like a palace oh, kind of. Oh, cool. my, my least favorite was there was, uh, there was a toy store that they opened up in New Jersey when I lived there. And we, me and my brothers were like, we got to go to this toy store. It looks awesome. It's called Noodle Kadoodle. Oh, this store is going to be amazing. And we went in there and we're like, Oh shit! It's all learning toys, <laughs> which is just like, hey, do you guys like rock and roll? Like, yeah. Well, here's how to make your own geodes. Like, what? I don't want this. Yeah. It was all like they had video toys. games, but it was all like Math Blaster and yeah, Reader Donkey Kong Junior Math. God, <laughs> I think making my own geodes sounds pretty. Cool. Well, oh, you're one of those kids. You're one of those kids. I'd rather get the breaking. Pad I had out. a rock. I got a rock <laughs> polisher for Christmas one year. Wow. That really? Yeah, it would make these super. They're not cool. rocks; they're minerals, Marie. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Marie! <laughs> <laughs> How did you connect that? That's amazing! Wow. Uh, we were just talking about. I hope everybody gets what just happened right there because that was brilliant. <laughs> Greg. Yeah. I hear DC spoiled the identity of New Robin. They did, but I don't know what that means. So right. I didn't know the result. Like, I, I didn't so know we're Robin spoiling anyway. it right now on top of that. I didn't know. Well, so, yeah, so we're talking. There's been a lot of DC news this week. Yeah. And a whole bunch of stuff. So if we're talking about this right here in the comics. Yes, that's Damian Wayne. He's Bruce so, Wayne's son. Like by by blood. Yeah. Let's Who's back up. Who's Bruce Wayne has Howie Al Ghul. Who's his mom? Oh, oh. Yeah. They yeah. They drugged him and they made him fuck and then he had a kid. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't, he didn't know about Damien for a long no. time. Yeah, well, yeah. Damien just shows up on his doorstep one day, father, and he's, you know, Damien. Holy crap. Yeah, it's, wow. it's awesome. It's a great storyline. Okay. No, they, when, when they drew it, too, they, they, when they're, they're bumping uglies and they're getting it on, he's naked except for his cowl. It's <laughs> an awesome scene of him making out with Tally, and he's still got his, horn, his head horns That's on. That's weird. It's great. It was great. It was a cool story. Okay. And then he so, shows up. He dies. But not like it was this weird death for Damian Wayne as well because they just had this awesome run where the Joker was back. Like his Joker had fallen fallen off yeah. for a while. He came back after like a and year. And this isn't part of the New Fifty Two. This is New Fifty Two. This is New Fifty Two. I'm sorry. Hold on. <laughs> so yeah, what I'm talking about right now with the Joker and all this stuff and this this is all New Fifty Two. Okay. However, when they did the New Fifty Two, which of course is the reboot of the DC universe, Batman's the one that changed the least. Okay. So Damien was pre-New 52 as well, okay. but then they just kept it all. Like, well, this is actually interesting, and this okay. part works, so they kept it. Uh, he died, but he, he died really shittily, so I'm happy he's back, because he's a good Robin, and really good character. But he, they'd done this awesome thing, Joker is back, he was, it was called the death of the family, he at one point made it, he thought, he made it look like he had taken everyone's faces off and was going to feed it to them and stuff, it was like, really... Really crazy shit, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I hope like I, I, you're like nobody's really gonna die." And then they're like, "Oh, well, Damian Wayne dies." And I was like, "Ah, oh, did Joker get?" And you read the book, and it's just some fucking lame-o guy like stabs him with a sword. Like that's stupid as hell. But that's he was, how he died. Yeah, some lame-o guy stabbed yep. him with a sword. Yep, okay. like they were fighting or whatever. I mean, it wasn't okay. just like he was like walking down the street. <laughs> no, I mean like they had a fight scene, but it just wasn't as cool as all the Joker stuff that had just happened. Okay. So, anyways, yeah, he died. Now they've been doing this thing where uh, you know they're like. There's gonna be a Robin by the at this point. Like Batman's out, he's trying to bring Damien back through the Lazarus pits with the Ra's al Ghul family and everything else. But it was like, is it gonna be Damien? Is it not gonna be Damien? Nobody really knew. And then DC put out their solicits, which is like, hey, here's the, the comics coming in January and this this cover, and like Damien's back, and it's like, okay. oh, your so, story isn't even wrapped up right now. Currently, like these books are still coming out, and we're not like sure who it's gonna be. So they would give solicits to like IGN Comics. 
Well, what happens, they give it to comic book stores so they know what to order. But comic book stores just put that out. Like, it's a diamond previews book you get. It's huge. And you can just paste it and see every comic book store. I want you to explain every trade paperback to me because that was (laughs) incredible. You blacked out. (laughs) <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. There's a lot of information. Yeah, it was amazing. I, but I, I understand. I, but I got it. It, it was yeah. crazy. Like you, you were just like, oh, there's another, there's a guy, there's another guy. But then there's a Joker and he feeds his people's faces. <laughs> it, it was the new 52 part that threw me. <laughs> and like, well, you're yeah, like, no, you're nine kind of. steps ahead, and I'm like, wait, he fucks with a cow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll find Why would he take that I'll off? I'll find that frame for you because that's wow. Awesome Once the frame. show's over, explain Batman Incorporated to me. Okay, that's easy. Be another episode. Sure. Thank you for explaining that. No problem. Damn, makes a lot of sense. That's what I do. Uh, before we go, let's I do there some. there was another Lady Robin. That is the movie. The movie, the movie is being yeah. hinted now that that girl. I mean, the Superman machine is starting to go. <laughs> Which is going to be awesome. I hope. I mean, I, I, so I, mean, I hope. Batman I hope. v Superman? The, I, yeah. Just the fact that they're doing, like, you know. That they're doing that story. When we saw the Ben Affleck Batman and they started describing everybody's like, it sounds like Dark Knight Returns. And yeah. this would be the Robin from Dark Knight Returns. Uh, and so I was like, fuck, yes. That's awesome. Try to fit in a couple of listener mails here. Let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. <laughs> You're welcome. <all great. laughs> <laughs> Was that like a ventriloquist trick? Yeah. <laughs> hey, listeners. <laughs> Remember, you can always reach us at the email address at gamescoop at IGN.com, just like Holt did. Holt! Steve Holt! Steve Holt. <laughs> it was a race. <laughs> he says, what game is your first runner-up for game of the year thus far? Hearthstone clearly being game of the year. Obviously. Well, it's coming up second. It might seem a little silly to pick a game of the year and a runner-up right now before all the big games are out this year. But what is Game Scoop, if not a little bit silly? What do we call it? Oh, man. Silly Scoop. Yeah, this is easy for me. What? It's uh, it's Shovel Knight. and That was what I was going to say. And Rogue Legacy, I think, would be number two. I haven't played Rogue Rogue Legacy Legacy yet. Really good games. But is Rogue Legacy even eligible since it was already nominated? Last year, right? Oh, last year? Game of the yeah. Year? Oh, it's dead to me then. Yeah. Well, I mean, it just came out on PC but, then, and then it came out to PlayStation platforms uh, and stuff. I, yeah. I was going to say either Shovel Knight or Mario Kart 8, actually. Oh, man. Wow, yeah. really? I didn't with know the, that. With the conceit that I have not yet played Shadow of Mordor, and I highly anticipate liking that game yeah. a lot. Mine, yeah. Mine's South Park still. Mm. South Park's the most fun I've That's had with a game right. this year. Like, yeah. and I was like, I, that was a, it was one weekend, and, and I know the mechanics aren't that deep, and yada, 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 but I had such a blast playing that game. Yeah, that was an excellent game. I remember yeah. we were texting each other while we were playing it, just yeah. talking about Have how you awesome got to this it was. Thing? Yeah. Oh, uh... Looking for cheats. I'm not allowed to nominate Master Chief Collection, but I want to give it a special... <laughs> Uh, yeah. That's absolutely going to be my game of the year. The two best games I've played so far are Smash and Shadow of Mordor. Smash on 3DS. Yeah. So I thought I, I know you liked Shadow of Mordor, but I know you, it sort of like came apart for you. I warmed on it. I guess I don't know if I've been on a Game Scoop since then. Um, you, I thought you liked it right away. No, I didn't. Um, and I didn't dislike it, but I was just like, yeah, okay. And I and mm. I'm not crazy because so many people in the office have said that. Well, I, I so did because I did the same thing. Vasilis was about to give up on it. Lots of people were about to give up on it. I'm like, nah, you got to play until a you get to the second area and b you get to brand orcs, and then that game absolutely opens up and becomes oh, really? like a different game. See, I gave um, up with everybody else. I played the two hours of it, and I was yeah. like, I love the mechanics. I see where this is going. I don't care about this world. I'm yeah, not a works and yeah. guy. There's a whole area with blue skies and green grass. Well, just yeah, but it's still a bunch of wet ogres getting stabbed. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, that's a, that was my problem with that game. But I really, I mean, I enjoy it. It's yeah. just sort of mindless to me. Yeah. Every hour that I played, I enjoyed more than the hour previous. I don't mm. think that game starts strong. The very, very opening is cool, but then you're, you're it, like, just turned loose in this world, and then it's like, it doesn't feel that great right yeah. away. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I know people give me a hard time for saying the controls are complicated, but they are. 
and then I fought some king orc that I found right away. I think it's on purpose. I think the game intentionally tries to have you fight like a really strong captain orc right away and see if you'll sink or swim and learn about the nemesis system. But sure. I didn't understand what was going on yet at that point, and like he kicked my butt. And then the more I played, yeah, that game's fantastic. It's my runner-up yeah. for game of the year. Uh, all right, we've got time for one more email this week. This is Lucas. He says, hello, my name is Lucas. Hey, Lucas. Hey, Lucas. I enjoyed your movie. Which, which one? Lucas. George, yeah, no, George Lucas. Star no. Wars. No. Remember the Suzanne Vega song, Luca? No. It was, it was sad. Hello, my name is Luca. I live on the second floor. Yeah. I live upstairs from you. Oh. Yes, I, I think you've seen me before. But it's sad because it's about child abuse. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I, I, okay, I would not have guessed that going, though you made it sound like this loving jingle. That, it's sad. It's really catchy, but it's a sad like, song. Like, hey, you left your keys downstairs. I brought your keys. Oh, God, there's a kid getting beat. That's, I didn't know that. Man. Damon just laughs and laughs. <laughs> child abuse. Oh, child heart. abuse. This is Lucas. I'm wondering which horror game I should play, I should buy for a Halloween all-nighter. I am new to horror games. Want to be, I want to be sacred out of my pants. Three games I was considering were Outlast, Evil Within, and Alien Isolation. But I'm open to any recommendations. Also, tell everyone for me to keep up the good work. It is really appreciated. Thanks, uh, Resident Evil remake. But is that out? I don't know. I don't I mean, think get it on GameCube. <laughs> just get the game. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I do love uh, yeah, that. When one. I just think about that I, one or Resident Evil Four. Everyone knows I'm not a fan of the Spookies, but Resident Evil remake is the incredible, incredible game. To, it's, to me, it's Evil Within, and I love Resident Evil Remake. Yeah, sure. That's one of my favorite games of all time, honestly. And uh, it's actually, it's on GameCube. They made a weird Wii port for it yeah. that nobody knew about, nobody played, so yeah. if you have a Wii U or a Wii U, you can play that there. Um, I don't know how well it holds up or how well it controls these days, but I'm sure it's okay. But uh, yeah. Evil Within actually really surprised me and how much yeah. it genuinely creeped me out. At times, like shut the lights off, put the surround oh, sound the headphones just on. So, the monster just like, designs are so creepy. Yeah, they're yeah. really and it's it's your classic survivor horror, right? Like you're down on like six with six bullets left, and you've got to kill this thing, and then you use all the bullets, and you're like, I have one weird bolt bow I can shoot, and you run like hell. Like it's 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 creepy. It's awesome. It's it's a uh, it's definitely something you want to play on Halloween. So, do you think if Lucas is trying to pull an all nighter, is there a chance that he could get too frustrated with like, what if you just get stuck? Like, I have nothing but sniper ammo, and it's a close quarters boss. Like, well, all right, get better at video games. <laughs> Learn I, how to spell scared. <laughs> I would say, and maybe Greg will agree with me. Dead Space. Oh, Dead Space would be great. The original. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, and, sure. I mean, they're both good. Yeah. Greg, I think, likes the second one a little bit more. I like the first one a little bit more, but you can't really go wrong. I mean, and obviously... Nobody likes three. I was going to say, they're both good. <laughs> We're just, we blacked out no, three. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, don't even worry about it. Sorry. Yeah, I actually good, I forgot my that. But nice. do you have another suggestion? No, I, I was on that. I mean, what I say, get Costume Quest Two for Halloween. Well, yeah, Aww. there's that too. Yeah, maybe early evening could start playing Costume Quest Two. It's fun, and then get into Evil Within. Yeah, I'm waiting for consoles. Yeah, me too. Uh, before we go this week, oh, Dame's running. What's going on? We got a runner. We got, a, we got a package in the mail. Oh, from who's this from? Jonathan Kirst. He says, "These are all the scoops I have for you today." And we have <laughs> a cat litter scoop, and this thing, which is like getting the cereal out mm -hmm. of the sure, grocery sure, store. Sure. And then this is an ice cream scoop. Ooh. Oh, that's and a nice then, ice cream scoop. Holy crap! There's all these. <laughs> There's so many scoops! Yeah. Look at all these scoops! Yeah. It's pretty good. Good that's one. A, that's amazing. Pretty good one. Jonathan, that's, that's yeah. a good joke. Kurtz. Good thing. It's a damn good, good joke. Good on you. 
Good on you. That's a that's prop comedy right there. <laughs> it is prop comedy. <laughs> Uh, that's, he's basically the new Gallagher. Yeah, that's great. Uh, top. I leave you this week with my new song, The Returned. It's a spooky instrumental track I released for Halloween. Hopefully it suits the cooling weather and darker days. You can find The Returned in your favorite music service. My name is Damon, this is IGN Games Group, and we're out.
Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. And how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.